Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Oh, come all ye faithful ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. Manchester United won the Mank Derby. Newcastle got another win. And big Duncan Ferguson grabbed a bull boy. <laughs> of course, we've all done it, haven't we? Grabbed a ball, boy. No, one of Manchester Derby, Jim. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, my name's Marcus Bella. Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Pete Donson's here. And back once again, like the renegade master, it's Luke Aaron Moore. Well, wow. thanks. It's a big, big um, intro. Full giving giving well. you a dated big. reference. I know, <laughs> as well. But that's what we Rather expect. fitting. We are dated references ourselves. But I like to think that um, the listeners like that. I find that affectionate. They've they got a lot of affection for the fact that we, so. we've been doing the show since 1972. <laughs> and a lot of our references will be like yeah, that. When exactly. the master went relegated, of course. You know. <laughs> uh, but Luke Moore's back. I am back. Thanks He's for having beaming. me back. He's be- you have a good time in the States. Yeah, I was, I was um, actually securing a uh, sponsorship deal with Amazon. He went- <laughs> <laughs> which you guys have now scuppered so uh-huh. that was a wasted journey no well, I had a great yeah. time thanks thank you very much for indulging my holiday um, at this time of year and I'm pleased to be back hey, I found it quite interesting because you were in the States longer than we were of course when we did the Ramble Tour how come your solo tour was more popular than ours um, I just suppose that's the way it goes really mm. They actually thought it was me a Pete Donaldson solo. Oh, yeah. I see. And, um, different visa reasons. I actually yeah. had to go deputise. You know when you have like an understudy at a theatre production? Yeah. So I went over and did that. Who they were knew, very disappointed. Who knew who was going to make it big in Black Flag? <laughs> it's true. No know. one knew. Who would open for Peter? 
Um, Arthur Brown, crazy I'm, world of Arthur Brown. Yeah, I'll open for Pete, I don't mind. I'm not <laughs> proud. <laughs> yeah. well, we're all in it together right now. Yeah, uh, just like Manchester United were. We're moving uh, Britain forward. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tried this week especially. Yeah, our four votes count. Yeah, uh, but Manchester United they beat Manchester City two one at the Etihad. Um, even Roy Keane was happy with the performance. Yeah, yeah. I never so, thought so we should have been. By the way, by the way, should have been. They were excellent. They were. They were so so good. They, I mean. Maybe it is something about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in December specifically that makes them play that way. <laughs> They're going to go on a run. He loves, he loves the weather. He loves the weather. He loves a crisp yeah. winter's day. Maybe because he's the nostalgia king, then this is now a sort of <laughs> nostalgic period based on last year. Yes. I mean, right, it, okay. I mean Sir, Alex, <laughs> Sir Alex Ferguson in the crowd smiling, remember the nostalgia. Yeah. Mm. It was. I mean, it really was all sort of written. They were and, so much better than City. Yes. It was yeah. really surprising. Well, uh-huh. City had all the ball, but... Manchester United just had so much more intensity mm-hmm. and they look really shaky at the bottom of they look really I know they've got injuries and I know they've had to change personnel but Stones they just a, look worried yeah. <laughs> Stones and Fernandinho Fernandinho you know it's Fernandinho like exactly Fernandinho Bye. yeah shout out to my little friend is that, oh, a, is that a Japanese Al Pacino in Scarborough <laughs> yeah just a man who just refuses to use consonants. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. Mm. Sorry, Marcus, you were talking about Fornagini. I'm just intrigued why you went for that Al Pacino film. We could have done something from the Irishman. Could have done. Get that. Nice to meet you, even though it's over the phone. Oh, we're only <laughs> we're only doing references on the the, the Monday show because mm. we're all so old. Pre eighties. Yeah, I, I would say face. I would say ninety five and behind. Okay. okay. Yeah. Nothing more modern than that. All and right, anyone no. listening, don't like it, can fuck off. Yeah. This is my truth. Tell me yours. What's that album? Yeah. Future boy. Yeah, everything must go. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. When was that? That was ninety four, wasn't it? I think uh, everything must go was ninety six. I think you've gone over mm, ninety five there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's not happened yet, so we're not. We don't, we don't, we don't, oh, anyway, yeah. so you don't like so the Manics are still good. Then. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't right. like it. You can fuck off down the Trocadero. Yeah. <laughs> How do Indeed. I know Pete works for Absolute Radio? He just called Max Street Preachers the Manics. <laughs> <laughs> the boys. <laughs> the boys. All right, all right. The boys. Anyway, that's, 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 the main United, United. Look, that's the most of Derby done. What's next? They love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> to use modern references. But yeah, it was a, it was a brilliant win. Solskjaer uh, picking up wins. I think he, I think somebody, there was a tweet going around saying that Solskjaer um, is the first coach and presumably only coach because uh, it's clearly not happened since that win, mm. uh, has beaten Mourinho and Guardiola in the same week. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty amazing. Wow. What a feat, Well, Jim. I mean, a lot, lot of managers won't have the opportunity to do that due to yeah. the peculiarities of the fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed, yeah, yeah. So it's a bit of a weird one. Well, you can only beat what's put in front of you. And, yeah. and, he, and he has, yes. but I think the thing that surprised me most was, that, was, was as, as Pete says, the sort of energy of, of, of the performance and, and how they, they were on the front foot. They looked mm. like the home team. They, they really, they, really they, did. They, they could have scored a, f- a, a few more goals uh, in the first half mm. and... I don't think Marshall should have put that put ball, that wall away because the keeper was just it was his near post. I was surprised at Edison. He's such a quality Awful. keeper. Yeah. I, 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 would, I would be a bit. I would. I mean, look, I'd be a bit more sympathetic to him than I understand your point entirely. But I would be a bit more sympathetic to him than that. Minimum backlift. Didn't really expect it. Mm. It shaved the post. It was mm. right in the corner. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I suppose you, you're nitpicking, really. I mean, you're not saying it's a howler or anything. But. I think it's a testament to Edison how good he normally is. That oh, he's yeah, saying fair. that, but but. Um, I found, I found, I mean, a couple of points from me on this. One is that I think I might get in a bit of trouble for saying this, um, but on the other hand, I don't care, yeah. so it's fine. I think probably Wan Bissaka is probably England's best right back defensively. He's, defensively, his he positioning is. could improve, and he's a young. Do man. you think? I do you think? I, I it's funny you say that. No, his position was better there, but uh, if you if you ask those who sort of watch Manchester United quite keenly, mm. more keenly than anyone in this room. 
bless them, then uh, Juan Basaka, he's great in the tackle. Fantastic. I think as a one-on-one defender. What a great pace, but his positioning, is, it's improving, but his positioning is, is an area. Would you say his position is better than Trent? Well, I, you know, I, as, I as, I'm, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking yeah. to myself, but yeah, the other right. But I, I think if he can play more like that, and 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 have more sort of standout performances, but it's yeah. difficult for him because it's. I know they've had two wins recently, but they've 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 not had the best of seasons. It's fair to say, he may get overlooked for England come the summer. Fullbacks, th- fullbacks aren't judging their defensive. Uh, not these anymore, days, which is know? a shame. Uh, for me, uh, I, I was, but he goes into the pot though, doesn't he? The fullback pot. Let me, mm. yeah, absolutely. And what a pot it is, by the way. Massive, <laughs> absolutely. Stuffed. Probably in the middle of the room, full to the brim, <laughs> full of, of fullbacks. Mm. Um, with um, who would be stirring the pot? Oh, it's Gareth. Oh, it's yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I think, and this is the bit I wondered if I was going to get in trouble with you, particularly for Marcus, and yeah. perhaps the other guys as well. Mm-hmm. He reminds me a bit of Ashley Cole defensively. Mm. He's very, very good one on one. Yeah, and I think mm. I don't think there's another fullback in the Premier League mm-hmm. that's as good as him on that. And the second thing I was going to say, this is my second point, just to, just to get it get it over with, <laughs> is that Man United showed in this game that with fast counter attacking and confidence. This Man City team this season can massively, and I do mean massively, be got at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is coming to the stage now. I don't want to be overreacting about it, but I've, I've, it. I've read a couple of things this morning and heard, a busted flash. heard a few things on the jungle on the jungle drums that, that Pep Guardiola is a massive fraud. No, <laughs> is, the, is, the, is, the, is, the, is it? We might be witnessing the, the, the embers now, well, the dying mm, embers of the uh, Guardiola regime, well, as you guys think, were intimating City, last week. Um, Guardiola himself said that we. we Maybe we have to accept that City can't compete with some of the top top teams, and that was kind of phrased as one of those kind of quite clickbaity headlines that made it look like he was saying they couldn't afford to keep up when it wasn't that mm. at all. He was it actually seemed like a, a quite bare, stark moment of reflection where he was mm. going, "Well, maybe we just have to look at ourselves and say, well, we are not as good as these teams this season." And again, like when you he know, says these teams, he means Liverpool. Uh, well, he even said Man United, and he mentions you know European clubs as well, like Barcelona, Real Madrid, and. Um, <laughs> Your, your club bruises, and, um, <laughs> and it was really interesting. But I suppose you know it could well be the end of a cycle, couldn't it? Because it, you mm. know, doing that three seasons in a row, it's very intense. It's going to be so hard, and it is intense, isn't it? It's, it, it's intense on the players, and also mm. with the, the the really unfortunate um, injury to Laporte, and not not having enough to back that up is it, it's which it's is just ridiculous. Club like it is, isn't it? I mean, really, they're, they're so far off the pace now mm. that you would think, you know. Well, it's, it's only, probably it's it. down to a two horse. horse Absolutely, race, and one of those horses is mental, and I'm I love it. One of those horses is on the verge of winning it. One of those horses is doing all key. <laughs> yeah. um, but Manchester City, yeah, it could be the end of uh, the sort of the cycle of this team. Although, when people say in the cycle, I mean they've, they've got a lot of young players in there. I think working. You remember what the Bayern players said when Guardiola left? They were like, "Bloody hell, it's nice to be able to catch your breath." When, yeah. when he went. But then Ancelotti came in. I think, you know, Andy Brassel or Jonathan Wilson yeah. said this on, on, on the continent previously. Uh, Ancelotti came in and the Bayern players were a bit like, hang on, no, this is too easy, actually. Well, it's interesting you say that, actually, because Mark Langdon, who deputised on OTC on oh, fact, Thursday. No, he, that's right, yeah. That's... He, he, he said that about Napoli as well. Oh, okay. He, he said that... Um, that they were really pleased to have I've got it from him Angelotti came in after <laughs> Sarri at Napoli yeah. and everyone was like oh that's brilliant now we can actually have a bit of a laugh mm, mm. and then that, now they're like oh this is a bit shit yeah, <laughs> yeah. so so I do I do think that's you fit on something there he works them really hard but I, I just think if you've got the confidence to go at them mm-hmm. and, and let as, as Pete rightly said earlier sitting a lot of the ball United didn't seem that bothered about that no. they, mm. they, they had the confidence to start really early and start really fast 
and, and City couldn't really deal with it. And and it feels to me a bit like when you crack through the surface of this City team, i.e. they're very quite strong first eleven, as you've intimated, Jim, with, with Laporte, for example, uh, missing out through injury, just looks completely different. I mean, Stones mm. doesn't look anywhere near the same no. defender with Fernandinho alongside him. Mm-hmm. Fernandinho shouldn't be playing there anyway, um, in my opinion. And then um, they, they, they're full-backs... I mean, take it just to, for example, the left back situation at City in microcosm. How many players have they played there? Mm. Well, Angelino played there uh, at the weekend. Zin- Mendy's played there. Zinchenko. Zinchenko. I think they might have used four left backs. James Milner. Pro- probably, yeah. <laughs> I'll bury you for a day, James. Um, so, anyway, there's a lot of there's a lot of issues there. Um, but of course, we should probably point out that they've won what well, the you, last five trophies or something. You, you like don't that, want yeah. to overreact because yeah, because bearing in mind, I know they're six points off Leicester, um, but Liverpool. Are, are, are just phenomenal this season. Mm. So, yeah. so that is a bit of a, an anomaly. Would you, phenomenally, would as I like that, to say. Yeah. Would you say that Man City's focus is the Champions League this season? Well, it should well, be it now. Should be now. Yeah, That's absolutely. what it will. I mean, it is now. It has to be now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, look, they, they could still end the season with a couple of trophies. For crying out loud. <laughs> mm. You know, again, you don't want to judge them too harshly. And is it the end of the, the sort of cycle of this team? Who knows? In the summer or even in January, they, yeah. they could go in. They could get a sent off. You know, you get a few fa- one or two faces in it, freshens True. up the place. But yeah, they'll almost certainly sign something in January. But I mean, this could be a huge psychological blow though isn't it the nature of it mm. losing at home to Man United like that when yeah. they're in such a sort of moment I have to say obviously he's, he's got a lot of pl- plaudits this morning but Marcus Rashford yeah. was he has stepped up like we, we were we were talking about whether mm. he could fill the shoes of Lukaku because they're quite yeah. different players but he he is clearly the focal point now and he's relishing it and it's it's mm. really really good to see him sort of kick yeah, on yeah, like I that. think his, improvement's been, his yeah. improvement's been massive yeah. I, I, th- I think I, I remember saying maybe last season or maybe yeah, towards the end of last season, it was too early to expect to be able to rest on the sh- on the shoulders of of that of that player, mm-hmm. the forward line of a club as big as Man United. To be fair to him, he's done a pretty good job proving me wrong. He, mm, he's he's yeah. improved a great deal. But I just one final point on Man City. I think um, in the middle of December last season, so around this time mm-hmm. last season, after seventeen games, they had forty four points mm-hmm. and they were top of the league by two points. Uh, but Liverpool had a game in hand. Um, City have played 16 and on 32 points. So they've dropped off mm-hmm. to the tune of about nine-ish points. That's yeah. huge. Which is, I mean, given that, that, that Liverpool have improved again, that shows you the difference, basically. But, and also, Luke, given that um, not many of the other sides other than Leicester uh, have improved, yeah. particularly mm-hmm. a very poor Arsenal side. You know, mm-hmm. Spurs have had their problems. Chelsea are doing okay. It's like a 10-point drop-off from last season. Well, yeah, so it is, it is quite bad. Arsenal dropped off, I think, almost 15 points. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean... We'll come on to them. I'm sure. Well, we, do we have well, to no, do? no, we won't. Oh, brilliant. Jim, yeah, I've, great. Let's not talk about it. You don't have to do Jim, that. I've given yeah. you the day off so, for yeah. crying out loud. You don't need to come in. Yeah. Um, can, I, can I just say about Oligon and Solskjaer? Well, well, I'm going to say. Um, go on. Can Solskjaer build something, or is this another flash in the pan result, Jim? Um, well, you, if I'm being completely honest, I imagine we would all think this probably is another flash in the pan, isn't yeah. it? I mean, there's a few flashes in those. Although, pans. actually, I have to say, I, I do admire the fact that United seem very intent on sticking with him and actually letting him build something mm. um, because obviously we're, we're all expecting him to maybe even have been sacked by now but the noises coming out of the club have always been speculative speculation about him is just nonsense like mm-hmm. we're, we're committed to a long project with him maybe it's just they feel they need to do that at some point and mm-hmm. because he understands where they want to be and, and, and understands the club they've just decided to to allow him certain sort of teething problems but um, yeah I'd, I'd be very surprised if um if he turns them into title winners anytime soon. No. Uh, what I was going to say was I enjoyed what he said after the game um, because Solskjaer, he, always, he sounds surprised often, doesn't he, when he's talking about United. I think it's just the, the tone of his voice, mm. but he sounds like he's talking about them as a fan 
rather than mm. someone who actually has, yeah. you know, like an influence on, on what they're like. He said, yeah, we, we've got a cute shape about us. He's like, <laughs> And then he went, what does that mean? You know what, and then he went, give it gigs in. <laughs> give it gigs in. But I, I'd like to see, I mean, United's record on the Solskjaer against the bigger teams is not too bad at mm. all. And so, I mean, if I was a United fan, I'd be thinking, can we please play with that verve and confidence yeah. every single week? Because if, if you're going to level something at Solskjaer that he's not very good tactically, or as, as a pundit said over the weekend, I forget which one, he doesn't have the class to manage mm. Man United and the experience. And that's a viewpoint I think on its face I'm quite sympathetic to. What he can do is actually go out there and get them to play this kind of thunder and lightning football that yeah. they were known for in the 90s where they just batter teams. Yeah. Yeah. Just do that. Move the ball quick and you might lose a couple of games 4-3 but to be honest, Ferguson's teams did that. Yeah. Yeah. So you might find that they get a little bit more joy that way. Yeah. Uh, very, very regrettable. Of course, there was an alleged uh, racist incident uh, which is, is being investigated and a man has been arrested at the ground. Yeah. Um, moron. Yeah. And... and Obviously, people were quick to kind of condemn this as as they, as they should do, uh, and also on the weekend in League Two, Forest Green versus Scunthorpe, the, the game was stopped after an alleged racist incident in the crowd, and a lifetime ban could be handed out to that individual if found guilty. So, can I just also add to that? There yeah. was a guy ejected. A Burnley fan was ejected against mm. Spurs for racially abusing Sun Hyung Min allegedly as well. Right. So. Um, it's it's almost as if there's an election this week yeah, and well, certain people aren't mm. showing the leadership they should. As yeah. well, Gary um, Neville mentioned. I side with Gary Neville. I, think I stand with Gary. I think we all very much side with yeah. uh, Gary Neville on that particular point. Um, I mean, it, obviously it's horrendous and, and, and all the rest of it. I, but the reaction though, that you know, interesting in that League 2 game, the game was stopped. I'm sort of quite pleased that these measures are sort of being taken yeah. now. Because but, but also I think with the Man City and obviously the the, 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 um, the Spurs one, like, mm-hmm. these these are all reported from the sofa effectively because they managed to get caught on television. Yep. They should yeah. be overseers. These clubs have a duty of care to their players. Yeah. There should be an overseer mm-hmm. who is just constantly watching CCTV and can make like or proactive Pete. action. Or Pete, pay your stewards properly. Yeah. yeah. The, well, pro- the, yeah, the problem yeah, exactly. is you've got a steward there right on the camera yeah. line if you're going to give the steward the absolute benefit of the doubt, we can't see the steward from the front. So we don't know which way no, he's looking. Exactly, and it was yeah. a very quick incident. We've all seen it. We all know what happened. <laughs> but the problem, I think, is, and this has happened over and over again, it's certainly happened uh, in my experience of going to games. I said it to you um, when Portsmouth played Sunderland, the Checker Trade That's Trophy. Right, yeah. mm. At Wembley, for big finals, they have these extra kind of security guys. I'm fairly certain they have them at Premier League games, but there has to be a chain of command. Mm. And the problem is the stewards are paid minimum wage mm. to yeah. go there. And a lot of them are just students. They're really. just kids. Yeah, and, and, I did, I did and there's enough money in like, football, isn't there, to pay yeah. them properly, no. to have it stewarded properly. Mm. But and, and I know this is not going to eradicate the problem of racism, but what it is going to do is, <clears> is give, give people a better chance mm-hmm. of, of being able to deal with it more swiftly. And I'd like to see yeah. that improved at the very least. Well, it, it refuses to tolerate it, doesn't it? Yes. Clubs are effectively allowed to sort of you know kick it down the road or even just blame it on... Which is a, a valid response, I think, to the fact that you know when our political class aren't being anti-Semitic, they're they're talking like 18th-century colonialists. Like yep. it's it's mm. it's it's all very well to sort of go to cite the problem, yeah, but. You've you've got a duty of care to your own players, so have somebody watching this sort of thing twenty four seven. Yeah, you can't you can't start a problem. So what can we do? Well, yeah, I know exactly. football has its own gateway, yeah. and it can mm. and it can police that. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, Everton three, uh, Chelsea one. Big Duncan Ferguson oh. was jubilant on the sidelines. If if I could pl- if I could pick a club legend, <laughs> in the no- somehow in the knowledge that it would work out. For for a Premier League club that mm-hmm. wasn't my own, big oh. big dunk at Everton would be would be so high on that list. <laughs> you've, ru- you've ruined my chance of chucking Freddie Lundberg in there. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I agree. I thought, I thought is, that is, is, but, is this exactly how Ole Gunnar Solskjaer got a job? Well, quite. And this is yeah, where no, 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 no. But, but Duncan Ferguson, I think actually he's kind of distancing himself from the job. Yeah. And I think that's 
probably yeah, he wise. was before the match. <laughs> but, but also, but after as well. But I think that's quite wise because if you think about what happened, we think of John Carver, who had a, a, a job, a long time job at Newcastle, and some mm. of these first team coaches, and they're there, they're, they're, they're involved in the club that they love, and then they take the first team job, and of course it doesn't work out very well, and then they're sacked. It's very difficult for them to return to a first team coaching yeah. role, mm. and so actually then they're sort of out of the club, and where do they go? Whereas actually Duncan Ferguson. I would imagine he would probably think, do you know what? I love this club. I love working for this club. I have an influence, not the the main influence, but I have an influence. It's been great to to just jump in there as caretaker. But actually, looking at the bigger picture, you know, he probably lives in the he will live in the area. He, he loves going to work there. Why would you then take the the first team manager role, which will last? The end of the season, at best. Yeah. Maybe the end of the season after, at best. Oh, let me have it. And then he's gone. And then it's kind of, all right, well, but where are you going to work now? I think the difference between, so I think they're all fair points, but the difference between Duncan and um, and perhaps uh, Solskjaer and, and even Lundberg, so Duncan Ferguson has been at Everton on and off for like 15 mm, years. He, he loves the club. Yeah. He co- he's, coached he's coached there for five well. years yes. as well. And so he's a natural fit, isn't he, for a mm-hmm. caretaker manager. The only, I think the only thing I could probably add to what you're saying, Marcus, is maybe if he does get to the end of the season mm. and then he's able to move into the background again when they bring a new manager, yeah. then that's probably a solution that might suit everyone. Yeah. But but what I would say is, I mean, at the risk of sounding like a bit of a um, kind of, not not a little Englander, but a kind of, kind of old-fashioned type football mm-hmm. watcher, there's a lot to be said for, yeah. you know, teams working really hard yeah, and yeah, doing yeah. their thing. And, and, and I don't agree with a lot of things that Graham Sooners says necessarily, but one thing he did say fairly recently is, when he was punditing, um, you can talk about shape and tactics all you mm. want, but if you're not first to the ball, you're not yeah. first to tackle, you're not, and you're not warmed up and ready to go, mm. you're not going to win anyway. Mm-hmm. And and there's nothing wrong, particularly in the light of the last coach being Marco Silva, to to have this thing. I know you're going to chuck this this stat out about how many tackles they made and all the rest of it, mm. and rightly so. That that's that going back to base is not a bad thing. Of course, it, with the players Everton have got. Mm. They will probably win more games than they lose doing that. Yeah, well, should do. Yeah. With, a, with the quality yeah. of the squad, yeah. As, as long as they get back to basics, and a lot of clubs, um, you know, my own included, could, could do with uh, could do with following that that um, that lesson. But um, the squad set up for that, and it, it is amazing what a difference it makes because mm. they, they worked so <laughs> so hard. And there was some. I really loved Calvert Lewin's second goal in particular because he just he refused to let that chance get away, and that's yeah. that that was exactly what Everton weren't doing up to now. They were just passive and they were listless, just passengers in their own games. But they set the agenda here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is the this is a problem for a manager when it goes a little bit sour or the players aren't playing for them. Mm. And it's not just Everton, is it? Like, no, no, West it happens, Ham would no, be the example. All the time. A lot I mean, it, and, it, and it happens in far worse and 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 stark. Uh, sort of examples and situations. I mean, you know, the Everton players did put a shift in against Leicester. I mean, they were, they were beaten heavily by Liverpool. Uh, but, you know, that's Liverpool away. But, yeah, they made 37 tackles during the match, which was more than any other team in the league this season and more than any Everton side in the Prem in the last 10 years. Yeah. Which goes to show... And Ferguson talked about playing 4-4-2, which they did. And he said, look, that's, that's my default setting. And that's mm. the thing. He, he came in there and he said, we can't... What did he say? Something like, we can't play pretty triangles. We didn't have enough time to work with the players. So you go, right, basics. Yeah. Two banks of four. Win every tackle. Win every header. Blah, 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 blah. And they've beaten a, a, a decent Chelsea side. Mm. 3-1. I know Lampard said, you know, it's not good enough from them. And, and of course he will say that because Chelsea have been very good and they'll be disappointed with the way, the way they played there. Um, but but Calvert-Lewin had a great game. And, and, and Calvert-Lewin, yeah. I mean, you imagine Duncan Ferguson grabbing him and saying, right, 
This is what you I want can to do. I imagine grabbing him, yeah. I can, well, he grabbed a lot of people. He's very he? grabby. <laughs> Stephen on the emails that reminded <clears throat> us that one of his assault convictions uh, was uh, performed while uh, wearing a woman's earring, a flower behind his ear, and wearing sunglasses in Fife in November. Terrifying. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and Duncan Ferguson, Duncan Ferguson's got a bit of the Jesse Pinkman about him. If you, those of you who watch Breaking Bad, as far as he can do quite a lot of like reprehensible things. And people still but like him. still like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, he's, I, he's harder than Pinkman. <laughs> yes. Mm. Doesn't get big enough as much as I'd love to Body get a bear count hug. is higher. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to get a bear hug from Big Dunk. Would you? I, I think we should you make that happen. walking away from that? Oh, big time. Yeah. <laughs> game recognised Mark as game Marcus, Marcus has got a lot of uh, pedigree when it comes to bear hugs. Mm. Thanks very much. Um, but true. I also, to add into the mix the points you're making, Marcus, as well, with this kind of 37 tackles, doing this, doing that, it's, it's, it's almost like the perfect strategy against that Chelsea side when mm. you're at home, mm. chiefly because Chelsea have got a spine of players who, or, or at least a handful of players who mm. are quite inexperienced, who who need to really be shown yep. what it's like to play away in the Premier League and how hard it can be. If you look at Abraham Mount, uh, Rhys James, even Christensen, even Kepa, even Pulisic, six or seven players there who don't have a huge amount of experience yeah. and aren't players that you think are big, strong, kind of experienced That's guys. Right. So if you can get right amongst it, yeah. I don't want to sound sort of too reductionist again, but I mean, it is a part of the game. It's, you know, you can be as open-minded as you want about all these different formations and tactics and stuff, but you shouldn't be so open-minded that your brain falls out. You know, you've got to yeah. understand that you've, you've got to go back to basics sometimes and that's what he's done. Would it work long-term? No. Probably not. No. Same way Solskjaer probably won't, but yeah. at the moment, well, this they is can it. enjoy the win, can't they? They can, and, 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 they, and they certainly did, uh, as they should do, but you're right, it's, it's not a long-term sort of thing, playing you know basics, blah, blah, blah. Um, but in the short term, that's absolutely fine. And also, as you say, some of those Chelsea players or any players in the league who play for generally better sides who sort of keep the ball, what what used to be a, called a more continental style. Um, every now and then when they came up against a bit of steel, it sometimes shocks them. Mm. Sometimes and I'm not saying, ah, that's the the end. That's the, yeah. uh, you know, the, the ace card up the sleeve to play like that. Because as you say, uh, playing like that hasn't won a team the, the Premier League probably since Dalglish's Blackburn Rovers. Mm. No, but big uh, dunk playing 4 4 2 with both his strikers scoring. Beautiful. He's yeah. loving it. Beautiful. I'm into it. I'm into Chelsea it. have like, to learn some lessons defensively yeah. 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 very quickly. Kef- well. Lampard said, didn't he? I mean, yeah. they, they, what they're struggling for at the moment, which you'd expect with an inexperienced manager and players, is Completely. just mm. lack of consistency. Well, they can it, sign players in January now, can't they? So they'll probably try and make an improvement there. Yeah. Yeah, Tammy and Mason. It was lovely while well, we had you. <laughs> Mason Mang a lot of stick for some Chelsea fans on Twitter. Well, really? Twitter in it. Anyway. I don't know why I said that. Yeah, I was, uh, uh, don't yeah. worry about it. Carry on. Yeah. What's his Reddit page saying? <laughs> I don't okay. go on Reddit, as oh. you well know. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's end the uh, the first half uh, talking about Tottenham five, Burnley nil. Oh. More specifically, Son uh, with a strong contender for goal of the season. He'd been awarded the Asia the Asian International Player of the Year trophy before kickoff. And uh, that obviously um, gave him a little extra spring in his boots. Him on. That was absolutely phenomenal. If mm. that isn't the goal of the season, whatever is, is going to have to be something phenomenal. Like, yeah. Do you think even Son knew how good that was until he saw it back? <laughs> because there's something about the, the aesthetic of the, the wake of pretty much an entire team yep. just in his jet stream that was just <laughs> magnificent. That moment where he had about five or six defenders around him was sort of... It was. I'm sure if you took a photo at the right angle, at the right thing, it would look like that Maradona one again. Yeah. Was it Belgium? Yeah. Uh, and I know that photo is slightly misleading. I think that photo out of a wall. It's a breaking up of a wall. Yeah. 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 But but still though, it, it, I'm sure there's something. There's there. one with um, either Xavi or Iniesta against Italy in the Euro final as well. Oh, okay. A well, lot of players around him. Yeah. But I, I, the, the sudden sort of change of pace when he just sort of motored through, and it was inevitable when he kind of burst through that pack of players. You thought, hang on. Please put this away. Yeah. Please put this. Away. There was one that Javinho scored of, uh, again, uh, for Palmer. Great to hear him get a match. Yeah, there was when he was in last Palmer, yeah. season, maybe. Yeah. Where yeah, he um, motored yeah. through 
and he's just got the keeper to beat and you're just thinking, please put this away. And he hits it and it hits the post, but it goes in. Yeah. Because we were robbed of that Lucas Mora one, Rod Fanny, clearing yeah. it off the yeah. line. Yeah, bloody Fanny. Yes. Um, um, Marcus, this is your, very much your department, so I'll focus the question to you. <laughs> Has any bunch of players needed more to take a yellow card? <laughs> you, yeah, they're in like, that situation. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, mean, I, I, I hate it when, um, you know, the, the, there's a turnover of <laughs> play and players steam in because they, yeah. they, they want to take their yellow and stuff. Yeah. Why aren't Why isn't anybody taking yellows there? Yeah. Cowards. I, I, Dwight, Dwight McNeil because it could have been a red Burnley true, should but, be well drilled in that sort of thing but McNeil yeah. I know he's, he doesn't play in that position where he should mm. be kind of like breaking up play but he, he absolutely washes out and then that just gives him carte blanche to just keep on running yeah. for me mm. I, mean, I, I think it can be both these three before we, I get pelters for saying this from, from listeners for sort of not, not enjoying a brilliant goal because it was a brilliant goal and I've got no problem with that at all of course it can be both those things mm. it can be a great yeah. goal and just abominable defender which is what it was I mean the change of pace for me is the most impressive yep, thing yep. for him to kind of it, it was like half an hour into the game he's just kind of warmed up and he's kind of yeah I'm having a yeah. bit and of to now. keep that pace as well with the control of oh, the ball and the finish but someone has got this is the Premier League someone's got to yeah, take him yeah, out yeah. And, and I know there's there's a lot of chat around um, finer minds football minds than me talking about whether that type of foul should actually be a red card or there's even talk of been, mm-hmm. been talk of sim binning and all the rest of it. Mm. At this point, it's a yellow. You take a yellow. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that is the third goal. Yeah. You've already conceded two in the first 10 minutes. That's killed the game. Yep. But so also, you shouldn't be allowed to do it. But also, I think when, obviously, um, teams now and players are so well drilled, they're sort of, every player on the field, they know what side of the foot, they're, what, what, what foot they've got. Yeah, uh, so show them on the right, yeah. show them on yeah. the left. Yeah. He doesn't have any weak feet. He's so two-footed, He's great, so, yeah. so he can go uh, wherever. Can, can I also say, that's, that game, that goal is, is in microcosm. Uh, uh, to me, the, the classic difference between uh, this Spurs team now under Mourinho and mm. what it became mm. under Pochettino. Yeah. The amount of times I went to watch Spurs under Pochettino and they just wouldn't shoot. No. It was so de- mm. like, deliberate. Look at Kane's two goals. Two beauties, by the way. Yeah. Overshadowed by that goal. Absolutely. They are so direct now, Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. They are very, very direct. In a way that, that Solskjaer's United were against City. Mm. And, and that should be a source, at least in the short term, because we all know what happens with Mourinho long term. Yeah. Spurs should get excited about exactly. Yeah, well, that, that's the he's I for a season, the... not for life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got... very much just for Christmas. <laughs> They've got the squad to play for that, haven't they? But I, I have to say, do you think maybe McNeil didn't doesn't make that challenge? Well. He's like, oh well, there's five players chasing after him. That'll be fine. Quite possibly. It's like school kids bunching. <laughs> yeah, it was bunching. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go for a quick break and talk more football after that. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ramble Football Ramble Daily. How did we get on with the old four to score on the weekend? Um, Pete, uh, Jim, Jim, you nailed one again, I think, mm. although you had Vardy. Yeah, I mean, I think we'd have all picked that, wouldn't we? It still counts. <laughs> um, Pete rather ambitiously had uh, Alain Saint-Maximin, which he's is quite a, a satisfying name. He scored in midweek, didn't he? he? Did, with, yeah. with a header, inexplicably. So I had Puki, who didn't score. I mean, Norwich did score first, but Alexander Tetti scored. Mm. And Marcus, you had Jimenez, which I think, again, is another solid shout, but that didn't come in. Although either. Jimenez has let us down a few times, didn't he? I know, we? it's about time we benched get, him. get rid of yeah. <laughs> him. Thanks, thanks for stepping into the Betway seat while I was away. It's all right. I thought you did it with a plum. Yes, yeah. mate. You were excellent. Well done, mate. Now back on the bench. Yeah, <laughs> um, Aston Villa. They lost to Leicester City four-one. Eight league wins in a row for Leicester mm. City. Is that a club record, Marcus? It is a club it record. Is it? Uh, yeah, in the top flight. Not one of those. Just oh, it's just Premier League. No, in the top yeah. flight. In the in feels like should Brendan Rodgers as well. I have to I have to say, I really love that he he made reference to that in the post-match interview. And a lot of a lot of managers moves. would do that, like quite mealy mouth, yeah. like oh, it's not about records and blah blah blah. Mm. But Rodgers has embraced that. It's like, yeah. and I like that because it's a real positive for the club. Mm. It's something for the fans to get excited about. It's something for the team to be proud of. And he's just put that front and center, and that's yeah. great. And you know the the team that um. They've taken the record from us from the 1962-63 season and they were known as the Ice Kings, <laughs> which <laughs> sounds like a sort of first draft of Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones doesn't it? But, yeah. um, Why were they known as that? Uh, because it was a particularly horrendous winter where a lot of games were, were called off because they, they were frozen and they, they went something like 45 days um, between home games, and that was like that, that was like one of the sort of. <laughs> Is that why they went so long unbeaten? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they they really thrived in this in this period where like games like everyone was really struggling because it was so cold. Um, but their their groundsman was amazing or something, so he managed to get their pitch sort of right. actually functioning, and they 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 came very close to winning the league, but they didn't. Right. Um, but yeah, like, I love I feel that. It might be the same this season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but incredible yeah. that they got that record, of course. And well, Jim, they're now six points above Manchester City. Yeah, they're still eight by, uh, behind Liverpool. Of course, they have a better goal difference than Liverpool. They do. Do you think Liverpool are going to drop eight points all season? That's probably. the thing. They don't look <laughs> like they will, do they? Not. Um, but this Leicester side, though, you, you, you see them in second place, and you think, can they? Can they just keep in, in touching distance? Yeah. Le- Leicester side sounds like a like a, a murder, like fratricide. Commit, committed Leicester side. <laughs> I've committed Leicester side. <laughs> Martin O'Neill's interested in a number of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Maybe that sort of police code for something Jamie Vardy's done. Yeah, he's just so another Leicester side, involved. guys. Well, yeah. Thinking, yeah. Speaking of Jamie Vardy, by the way, I mean, I think. Ro- I mean, obviously, Rogers deserves amazing credit what, mm-hmm. what he's done, and, and and it's just a couple of things that have gone under the radar with Rogers, like how he's how he's um how Soinchu has been so good. Yeah, like, I think he's played almost every minute. Yeah, he's, I'm fairly certain he's played every game. Him and Johnny just, Evans, they lost they lost a, a, a central defender for eighty odd million, mm. and no one's even worried about yeah, it now. You know, Johnny all. Evans, who who. I mean, he, he looks brilliant. That that header, yeah, it's my, probably my favourite header of the season. Mm. It's a brilliant mm. header, technically so good. Um, but Jamie Vardy, um, I just thought I'd check this out there because I think it's something that I know we talk a lot about it, the, the career path he's had, but it, I think sometimes it is worth putting it into perspective. He's four goals off the hundred Premier League goals club. He's at ninety six now, which is you know, which is bigger than it was, but yeah. it's still quite an exclusive club. Yeah. Um, he didn't sign for Leicester until five months before his twenty sixth birthday. Yeah. He didn't play in the Premier League until four months before his 28th birthday. It's amazing. And he's still, he's probably going to have his best goal scoring record um, this season of any season mm-hmm. 
It'd be 33 in January. Uh, I think he's got 16 in 16 or something this <laughs> Different season. Class. Um, I'll I, 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 I tell you what, chuck it into further perspective. People would generally un- acknowledge that Didier Drogba is a Premier League great yeah. as a forward. As a forward. Yeah. Goal scoring, re- not so much. For what he represents for Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, the, and the period they went through. Vardy's going to blow Drogba's scoring record out of the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's 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 decent. Yeah. That's amazing. It's, it's, it's an incredible achievement. He's a, he's an absolute anomaly. He's my favourite player. He's just <laughs> he's, abs- he's absurd. He's a national treasure. I think he's, I think he is Jim, and he still loves a bit of shit But well, that's what's he? so great about yeah. it, isn't it? Like with that first goal, you oh, thought, my. oh, he's fluffed that. Oh no, he's take. He's actually put it away, and now he's using that as an excuse to celebrate in the faces of the Villa he fans. Just stood there smiling at them. It. Stop goading the man. Oh, my favourite one was sh- when he scored against Palace, and mm. he sarcastically flapped like an eagle in front of their fans. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. Just you, what they should do is the home fans or, or the opposition fans should sing his name, should compliment him. He'll be like, uh, "What? Yeah. No, nah, he doesn't care. He'll see through that." Do you think? Yeah, yeah. I, I think know. I know he's going to be thirty-three. By the uh, by the Euros. No way this is going. Come on. Yeah, I know, right? Just get him on the just put him on the bench. You don't have to. He doesn't you don't want to. to. Pete, are you a, are you? Are, well, then he's a naughty he boy. Well, he's a naughty boy though, isn't are he? You he's a naughty boy. Are you annoyed that we've got Harry Kane at the moment? Because <laughs> yeah. a part of me is a bit like. Obviously, it's fantastic having Gary Kane and the two goals he scored the weekend. But part of me is a bit like, I'd love to see Vardy yeah. play in front well, this of is, the thing is, like, there's no other, there's no one else like him, is there? No, there's no sort of like for like or, or equivalent. You have to play in a massively different way between Harry Kane and him, obviously. But it, yeah, but Thir- thirteen goals point. in his last ten games, Vardy, and, and and they've played some teams in that run. I know. By the way. I yeah. wonder what he was like at Fleetwood, though. Like, because you know, he yeah, was like he was like one million. He was like a record non-league yeah. signing, yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. So he, he must have been ridiculous. Yeah. He must have been so far above. And like Leicester were in the championship then, obviously. Like to sort of go, that guy is worth one mm. million and, and paying that yeah. amount of money out is is still you know he it's, must have been doing something. It's incredible. That's Claude, incredible. Claude Puel feels a long time ago, doesn't he? <laughs> he, he gave an interview recently. He actually made a few signings like Soyuncu, mm. yeah, and one or two others. And, and I think some. A minority of Leicester fans sort of say he sort of set the foundation for Rodgers to build them, but I think that is a minority of uh, Leicester fans. <laughs> so, I think most of them are very happy that he's not there. Charitable and yeah, fans. Isn't, isn't it interesting how Pearson kind of did that as well? Well, mm. there's... there's and he's, he's back as well. Yeah. Presumably he's checking for ostriches around around yeah, Watford long. at the moment, but we're going to have big knives back. I'm excited about it's that. It's an interesting appointment. That. I mean, I was just, when I say Leicester played some teams in that in that run, yeah. I mean, you know, who can forget when they snuck past uh, Southampton at St Mary's? Yeah. You know. <laughs> Indeed. That was a real... That was While a real... we were on stage in Newcastle. <laughs> That was one. Of, that was one of the kind of ones where you thought this could go either way, mm, but yeah. they they really dug it out. That, but you can see what that, a platform. You could it? see what that meant to Jamie Vardy when he uh, violently celebrated his eighth goal in the faces of the Southampton <laughs> fans. Luke, did you feel like your ship came in? We were on stage at Newcastle. Pete's already taken fire uh, from us uh, about his own team, mm. and the news comes in that Southampton yeah. have been beaten nine 0 It was probably the highlight of the season. Too. You should have seen me on Saturday after Portsmouth got a battling draw against Peterborough <laughs> at home. <laughs> yeah, uh, fair enough. Yeah. Well, um, but the thing is. This Leicester side is they go away to Villa, and you think, well, it's very difficult because whoever Liverpool play, you think that they'll win. And for Leicester, you think, you know, if they did draw away to Villa, it wouldn't be that ridiculous. You know, it's not that an anomaly. You wouldn't think, yeah. oh my, I can't believe that they've dropped points. And they go there and they win four one, and it could have been flipping seven one. You know, they they yeah. they were phenomenal the way they played. They t- played a different shape. You know, Rogers. Played a diamond formation, which he which he played a lot of times when he was Liverpool manager as well. Ian Acho comes in the side after he's looked good yeah, as well. He's scored again, great, as well, which scored is really again. important. The, the, I mean, and that's something, isn't it? That Ian Acho to keep a striker who's very much not the first choice striker for obvious reasons there, 
uh, for Jamie Vardy reasons. It, it, that's the, that shows you the mentality and the enthusiasm and the, and the good feeling that Rogers has in the group yeah. because a striker is desperate to play and as soon as he comes in he does his job and he takes it with a plum he knows what he's got to do blah blah blah, blah. The, you, you, those players want to play and the same way with Guardiola's sides when you have a big squad and you've got some quality on the bench they want to play they're not moaning uh, and yeah, they they, they look phenomenal. Um, and yeah, you guys said on Thursday, sorry Friday, that um, that um, Aston Villa are flattered to deceive, and mm. that's absolutely correct. Seventeenth, it's a good example of this. And the reason they flattered to deceive, I don't know, I don't think you guys mentioned it, but just to add mm. to it, it's because they score goals, and they yeah. don't have a problem scoring goals. They yeah. score quite a few this season, but they can't, they don't win. Yeah. yeah, you know, so that that that's probably why. And so that is, I mean, they, they Grealish's goal was good, good again. But mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, let's. Leicester have, they're the second best team in the Premier League. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. I don't think it's close. Indeed. Oh no, without question. Indeed. I mean, is there any chance of them making a title bid? Like a real one? <laughs> no. <sighs> of course there on. is. Of course there is. But they'll, they'll finish top four. I think they'll finish um, top four. Now, Aston Villa are 17th. Who's the team who are seven whole places above them in the league? Sitting in tenth, their top half. It's Newcastle United. Yeah, that Netflix won. series being Steve Bruce has really boosted them. Mm. Tell you something. That's something not very many people will be privy to. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. another win for Newcastle United. <laughs> Pete's personal collection. Pete, you, yeah. you you mentioned that Newcastle they raised the game for the bigger teams, which was a fair point. Of course, they got a draw against Man City, but you remember them away to Villa when they were pretty abject. They've beaten Manchester United this season. They've beaten Tottenham Hotspur, but Southampton, not one of the big teams. They've beaten them and and. I believe it's been mentioned before, but one has to say that Bruce is doing an all right job. Uh, Bruce is doing an all right job. But hey! I, would, I, would, I, would, I would turn on And that we'll move on. And we'll move on. <laughs> but if you'd watched any of that match, Marcus, your uh, lovely black T-shirt would be covered in vomit because it was fucking dreadful. What, Newcastle Southampton? <laughs> yes, it How was, can it you was, say It was that? awful. South, South, Who South, could have predicted South, such a thing? Southampton need to get out the league because they, <laughs> they have been stinking up for far too long. I think they've, had a terrible, they've had a terrible uh, campaign and I never want to see that football team play. Listen, they're unbeaten the last three until they face Brucey's boys. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Can I just say but a little it, quote from Steve Bruce here about his players? They are prepared to run a million miles. Mm. They are playing for the manager. That would be incredibly irresponsible. <laughs> Is he putting out a cover of the Proclaimers classic ahead of Christmas? Uh, would it be fair to say if they were running a million miles, Andy Carroll wouldn't make that. Marcus, Marcus <laughs> can, you, can you also entertain the idea? Just just indulge yourself for a moment of Steve Bruce uh, uh, having the Christmas number one. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Absolutely oh. glorious. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> oh, yeah, then. So, are you sort of do you look over at Everton with maybe sort of slight jealousy, seeing them bringing a bring a club legend in? Would you maybe want to parachute someone like Alan Shearer in? To, um, <laughs> just for the last nine in. games, yeah. Just yeah. Sure up, yeah. No. When we talk about Newcastle, all three of us just face Pete and like, yeah. so what do you think, Pete? He's doing all right. We, we don't actually want my opinions. <laughs> we do. You gave them the other week. Spoiled, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll leave but, now. Uh, <laughs> no, but look, all I'm saying is that there was a lot of people are moaning about Steve Bruce, understandably so. However. Considering what he's working with and blah, 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 they're 10th in the league. Well, We're yeah. into December. He, he, the, he, the all that he the is doing all right. He, the realisation for him was mm. that he has some quite limited footballers. Yes. Yes. And so he is playing pretty much exactly how uh, Rafa used to play, mm-hmm. just pack the box mm-hmm. and hit them on the break. And we do have outlets. We do have ASM and we do have um, you know, other players who can, who can run, run, run at teams. And that does scare, pace does scare defenders in mm. an age of terrible defending in 2019. <laughs> Sam Maximum, he, he looks like one of the most exciting players 
players in the league when he's he, really he does. does he, he, he reminds me very much of Ben Arthur starting. Ah. Like, it's just like oh, something will go wrong. He just won't fancy it anymore, the, and he'll fall out of love. But he seems to be on Twitter. He seems very much full of the joys of spring when it comes to playing for Newcastle mm. United, and I love to see it. The, yeah. they, they, he's, I mean, he's very um, endearing on Twitter. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He loves it. He yeah. absolutely yeah. loves I love, it. Vill- I love how Villems loves darts. Because obviously yeah, from the part Dutch, of the world where, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he he just loves darts. I love that ASM just loves retweeting praise. His huge because every time um, they play, ASM obviously does his step overs and does you know his dummies and nutmegs and stuff like that. He uh, his YouTube highlights reel is starting to get like Newcastle United's highlight reel because mm. he's the only one who's doing anything <laughs> interesting. But it's that was a more expansive performance of Steve Bruce's team, mm. and they looked dreadful. <laughs> yeah. So, but they still won because Southampton are absolute toilets. Well, so also, John's just among go, the goals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, again, but they're they're just fire, they're not firing at top jaw, isn't they? So just, just well, get Carole, out. The team. I mean, Carroll came on. Carroll comes on and he transforms the team. Yeah. he's full of running. He holds it up better than Joel Linton mm-hmm. does, and he and he and he can, he can cross a ball, he can pass a ball. He's just he's just busy, and defenders don't yeah. like to play against him. I suppose, but he just can't stay fit, and that's the yeah. the, the tragedy of the whole piece. If Joel Linton's in there. As, a, as one of the sort of defensive strikers that we've spoken about before, and Andy Carroll's doing a better job of that. Oh, I'd love to see Carroll get a better. But Carroll's coming on. He came on when they were one 0 Carroll's, yeah. but Carroll's doing such good work at the back as well. Yeah, because oh, he's always been like that, isn't he? Packing the box, uh, just just not letting people get a shot, and they'll, they'll just start, start to get frustrated, mm. and maybe he'll nick a goal, and that's kind of how Steve Bruce has been been playing for the last few weeks, and 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 it's it's been on, on the um, whole pretty good. Sat Maximum's most recent tweet is a, a gif of a child, a child with asleep. a smiley face in a bed and he's tweeted when you remember that you're a Geordie before sleeping hashtag goodnight oh, <laughs> that's magnificent this is Love why that. a lot of like foreign players stay around your castle as an area yeah. because they're beloved yeah like it's it's such a good club. If you're mm. a talented footballer who can do one good thing a match, make a you plea. are make beloved. A plea. Make a plea mm. to a big foreign player. Now. <laughs> yeah. they, gonna, Lionel, so, if you're listening, <laughs> Lionel, if you're listening. We all know football doesn't work like this, but if they if they replicate the the first half of the season in the second half of the season, they will stay up at a canter. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, can we have a word of word of praise for Danny Ings? Got yes. nine, nine goals this season. Yeah. He's doing everything he can uh, to to stop Southampton being so terrible. You're right, actually, because old Dings is um, for, for that level. He's a good striker, and he's yeah. a bit unlucky with injury. Yeah, but, the, but when he's he stays playing, fit, he's playing for a side who we've talked about their improvement since the night nil, uh, which they have done, but still scoring goals. And if, if Southampton were to go down, you'd imagine another side might sort of sniff around him because not Definitely. long ago he's playing for for Liverpool, wasn't he? J- Jules Jules said on Tuesday, I thought it was a really good point. She said that um, when you're one of those teams down the bottom of the league and you're going up against a Southampton. The last thing you want is playing against someone like Ings, mm. who's just an absolute. Mm. I think she called him a pest in yeah. the box, just sniffing around. Mm. Any any loose ball, he's going to put it away. As well. He's a great finisher. Yeah, really he is. is yeah. Uh, so so well done then. But I mean, just just one little more mention: Andy Carroll crossing for John Joe Shelby's head. Mm. Peak ramble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peak speller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do had an excellent game. He as did. Well. He's yes, doing very well. But look, look, they're up to tenth. They're one point behind Jose Mourinho's Tottenham. Two right. behind Manchester United. And seven off Chelsea in that Champions League spot. spot. There mm. to dream, Pete. Let's just leave really? that. Alan, <laughs> Alan is daring to dream. I suggest you join him. It's a Steve Bruce in the Champions League. <laughs> My God. It's done wonders for his win ratio in the Premier League. Yeah. My word. Is, it, is this his best job yet? Yeah. Come on. We've got to move on, Jim. Yeah. Let's not have that. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for emails with PDD. Now 
just a quick couple of emails. Edward Palmer, wishing you and us the most sincerest of regards. He sounds um, like a Victorian um, thief. Edward mm. Palmer, yeah. he's done it again. He's stolen the jewels. Hi, Phil Barambles, as part of your uh, Players Who Play With Each Other section, which I'm increasingly enjoying. Just thought you might want to know that uh, Yaya Torre is currently playing alongside uh, Ricardo Vazte. Wow. Wow. Xingdao Huanghai uh, FC in the Chinese second division. That's an excellent one. Big Sam's favourite player. W- after they were promoted this year, they must have a bit of cash. Big Sam will sign Ricardo Vazte anywhere. <laughs> very much his Nico Cranshaw. Yeah, I think he is actually. Mm. Vastay is, is very much his Nico mm. Cranshaw. He's very much his, his Dion Burton to Jim Smith. Yeah. That's another one for the teenagers. It's, like, it's almost like when a, when a manager has a demon. Like yeah. Got his dark materials sense. Yeah. Do you remember uh, during the um, do you remember the, during the Ramble uh, 2 we spoke um, at relative length with uh, about Lunch with a Legend um, yeah. which was um, Kevin King, Sven Jorn Eriksson and uh, Glenn Hoddle. You can mm. pay a bit of money and eat some dinner possibly a roast, uh, with um, some legends, some legendary managers. And um, Freddie went to this. Bloody oh, right. So he's got some, he's got some information. Um, the three ex-managers sat alongside their fellow man for lunch before embarking upon a truly enlightening panel discussion. Uh, <laughs> number one, Glenn Hoddle was asked how he felt looking back on his England managerial career. Glenn replied, oh, you know, I loved it every second. Before he could finish, Keegan grabbed his mic and unprompted screams into the mic, I would love it, love it, love it. <laughs> For some reason. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought he didn't do it. I thought Keegan tr- was really... Trying to parody himself number and just two, doing it really it's like, badly. It's like when Hasselhoff found out about yeah, himself yeah. again, isn't it? Uh, number three... <laughs> I am Zlatan. <laughs> no, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> number three, uh, Kevin told... Garlic bread! <laughs> uh, Kevin Keegan told the well-known Aspria story. He's signing for uh, 6.9 million, don't you know? Uh, my assistant, McDermott, great lad, told me he were good at shooting. I said he better fucking be for 6.9 million. Yeah. No, Kev, he's good at shooting like this. He shot a guy in his farm in Bolivar, and now he has to go to the embassy in London once a week for three years on parole. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't even know that story. I didn't know that. Classic. Um, Yeah, uh, Keegan was obviously superseded by the man himself, Sven. Mm. What was Sven doing at the time when he was approached for the England job, you might ask? Sven explained, I was on holiday in Italy, minding my own business. No, he wasn't. Sure you were. I got a call saying, would you want to be England manager? Keegan has resigned. I asked... Are you sure? They're still playing Germany at the moment. Keggy, blunt faced and unimpressed, interrupted. Well, if Phil Neville had tackled like his brother, you wouldn't have got the job, Sven. Oh. <laughs> oh dear. Then yeah. they had a punch up, and Kevin Keegan punched himself in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, all the way through the meeting, um, Glenn Hoddle uh, was doing a very important role of poking Kevin Keegan into. into Pete, do you have a really good, do you have a really keen interest in the idea, or do any of you that uh, through this dinner the whole time when anyone else is speaking, Kevin Keegan is just shouting out old. Uh, comedy catchphrase yeah, yeah I've Very got a lot of time so. I'm surprised because yeah. I I, he's not really that type of bloke I know the whole kind of I would love it he hates you've that. worked with him haven't you but yeah not, but he's not really that t- he, he loves to tell a story but I Can wouldn't I... have thought he would do that I, I reckon the whole time though Sven is just sort of polishing his glasses yeah. looking around the room for other interests <laughs> well, exactly this is a slightly different thing though. This <laughs> I is thought you were going to say target Sven <laughs> which would have been horrific well, there's, there's no women in the room <laughs> <laughs> but I would like probably to... some staff w- <laughs> Jim Campbell <laughs> There's probably some college He'll girls doing, making a bit of money. If there's estrogen in there, he will oh, sniff it out. Lord. Um, Kevin Keegan's suit is very me, I have to say. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. is, is that fair to say? Yeah. I like a bit of that. It, it looks, it, of that it looks like an, exactly like an actual suit you've got. Yeah, I've, I've got a few that look like that. Uh, yeah. All right. Glenn Hoddle looks like he's gone shooting. Uh, if you want to get to the shot, it's sure, <laughs> Thanks. Um, let's go north of the border because there was a cup final. Celtic. 
won their 10th trophy in a row. How on earth did Rangers not win that cup final? It's an yeah. absolutely baffling set of, set of um, circumstances. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, Marcus, you probably will be. That, um, um, they Morel- hate each other. Morelos, <laughs> yeah. um, who is Rangers like probably their best player, he's been linked with big money moves to, to, to big mm. clubs around Europe, has played 11 old firm games mm. now and not scored a single Mad. goal. That is amazing. It really is strange because he's he scored a lot of goals up there. And of course, for those who, who didn't watch the game, I mean, Rangers straight from the off looked up for it. And Steven Gerrard has drilled them this season. Last season, they were still a bit off the pace, of course, of, of, from Celtic. And Celtic won the league quite handily because, you know, it was still essentially Rodgers' team. They did a better fist of it than maybe people expected. They, yeah. they did. And around Christmas time, or was it in the new year when they won, they beat Celtic, was it 1-0 at Ibrox? to go sort of four or five points within them, something like that. Rangers fans were thinking, hang on, is this the season? Of course it wasn't to be in Celtic. (laughs) Won another domestic treble uh, and Neil Lennon got them over the line and won the Scottish Cup and so on and so forth. Rodgers is now gone, which Rangers fans will be very pleased about because his Celtic side was superb. This season, Gerrard... Is, is is demanding perfection from, from Rangers. It's, you can't slip up. Now, they drew away at Aberdeen the other week and they threw away a two-goal lead. And so they're a couple of points or whatever it is behind Celtic. But mm. this final was, uh, it, it, according to some of the reports and, and, and what you hear, Celtic fans are actually a bit worried they're thinking, Ugh, is, is this the time actually? Because Rangers have been waiting for this. It was the first cup final between the two of them since 2011. And straight from the off, Rangers were first to every ball, snapping into tackles. Blah, blah, blah. They should have gone in ahead at half time. And I thought to myself, Celtic will be loving this because second half, you bet your bottom dollar, they'll bring on Ed, Eduard, who was on yeah. the bench, not, not fully fit. And then they'll and they'll take over. But it wasn't. Rangers were still at it. And you thought, flipping egg. And then, of course, Celtic, one shot on target. They go out the other end and score. It's a beautiful finish from yeah. Julian. And they immediately got a man sent off. And then five minutes later, yeah. so I thought to myself, there is, well, and it was a correct conviction as it would turn out, there's no way Rangers are going to score now. Yeah. Fraser Forster, I mean, third choice England keeper? Uh, they Come on! As soon as they went down to 10 men, they needed Forster to have a brilliant game and he well, saved everything, well, the, including uh, the penalty. So it's five minutes later, Rangers yeah. get a penalty. It yeah. was Morelos himself who was brought down. Um, Frimpong sent off. He's only 18, a little yeah. bit inexperienced. And then and then normally, um, what's his name? Taverner, the Rangers captain, takes the pens. But I think he's missed three this season. So he I hands... think it's Tavernier. Is it Tavernier. Oh, you might be right. Yeah. Sorry, I, yeah. I, I, I could be wrong there. Yeah. Forgive me. We all know who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, 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 the right back. And then he gives the ball to Morelos and you think, surely this is the moment. And big Fraser Forster just... Well, the, the thing, and it was just, that was it. The thing, but the thing about Alfredo Morelos is that for those who don't watch Scottish football he's closely... But he's a dirty he's, he's bastard. absolutely mad. He's oh, like, he's, yeah. He got sent off about 48 times last season. And he should have been sent off about twice in that final. And you normally... <laughs> exactly. But you normally expect that type of player to just be an absolute thaw yeah. in the side of Celtic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but he, he never scores. And, and, and that penalty he took was really tame as well. I think like Scott Brown is just like his kryptonite. Yeah. Although he seems to be kryptonite for every other team. Including in the himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scott Brown's an amazing <laughs> specimen, he's, isn't he? Uh, he'll still be... Yeah, it'd be the cockroaches and Scott Brown left. Yeah, you know, absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, an incredible win for Celtic. How they 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 never but really looked like. But it's all to play for in the in the league this well, season. But I wonder though, because we haven't really talked about Scottish football that much this season. Um, you know, Hearts lost to Motherwell and they're doing shite. So there we are. Um, but, <laughs> but but one of those two events are related <laughs> in any way. I wonder if looking at this game, that 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 may be. I think this might be the catalyst because Gerard will go in that dressing room and think, and he'll say to his players, 
remember this don't, feeling. Don't yeah. feel like this again. Yeah. And I and I wonder actually. Yes, Celtic have 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 won that cup final. Of course they have, and they and they, and they will celebrate that more than they normally would a trophy, especially a League Cup trophy. But I wonder if actually this is the start, and I wonder if 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 Gerard and his men for the next old firm game that they, they get the win, and they actually it's just after Christmas, and it's at Celtic Park. It's the twenty ninth of December. Yeah, I I just wonder actually if if. If the if the tide has, has changed, even though they lost that cup final, but we shall see. Mm. We shall uh, very much certainly uh, a narrative, Marcus. You'll be happy to. to oh, it's been, I just think it was it was just great to see another old firm final. I know it's a great it's a great spectacle. I know other teams in the league. Have well, it's not that long them. ago, you know, three or four seasons ago, perhaps when people were saying, you know, this could be the one side most one side yeah. old firm game ever. The yeah. Rangers are essentially exactly, a glorified yeah. pub team. So yeah. Gerard's done a brilliant job. He has. He has. Just absolutely. a great battle. I, I <laughs> Hamden. I, I yeah. Mm. I, I did enjoy it. Speaking of uh, of battles, uh, have you seen what's going on in the uh, the fantasy Premier League? What? No. What's yeah. this? Um, this this is absolutely amazing. So um, there's a guy who is very very close to being um, top of the fantasy Premier League, who is also the world chess champion. Hang on, is this Norwegian guy? Oh, Magnus Carlsen. Magnus Carlsen. He's That's counting right. cards. That's absolutely he, what, right. Hang on a minute. So Magnus, I know Magnus. I know who Magnus Carlsen is. He's he's one of the. I think he's, he's the hardest rated chess player ever. <laughs> Yeah, he was and modelling for G Star Raw. He's a, he's a model yeah. as well. So yeah, he's a 29 year old chess champion model, and he's brilliant at Fantasy Premier League. He's also well. brilliant at Fantasy Premier League. He's third in uh, in the world at the moment, yeah. and uh, apparently it's quite. Um, Jules Breach is first. Uh, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently there are there are quite a few chess players that sort of uh, that that do very very well in it. It's quite, mm. it's quite and sp- specifically Norwegian chess players. So if there's anyone you want to be jealous of today. Make it Magnus Carlsen. Apparently, the man could do absolutely anything. Ah, yeah. I yeah. love that. I love that. That seems to correlate. Get yeah. involved, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Nerd. By the way, yeah. speaking Enjoy of Loro, your fantasy Premier League Poindexter. Yeah. Speaking of Loro, yeah, nerd, nerd. You know, Loro yeah. the famous no, nerd geeks, wasn't it? Geeks. geeks. That's it. Geeks. geeks. Oh, yeah. Right, Loro on the Football Focus on Saturday. I don't normally see it, but mm. I caught it this weekend. Did you see this? No. Right. Have, have you have you heard of the film Wayne's World? Yes, yes, of course right. we have. 1992. On this podcast, of course we have. Yeah, have people, we heard of Wayne's People World? listening might not have heard of it. <laughs> Wayne's World is, is a film that came out 27 years ago, mm. okay? And one of the quite zeitgeisty 90s catchphrases of it was... Be excellent to each other. No, it was, was, they would say, really sarcastically, oh, Pete, that's a really nice jumper, for example... Not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that was the thing, right? Yeah, it's yeah, the most yeah. nicest thing ever. Mark Lawrenson oh, no. is still doing that on TV. <laughs> <laughs> he did it on Saturday on Football Focus. It, I can't remember Man's the exact Man's defending. They're going to win the, win the league. No. It, it was about... Oh, no, that's what it was. He's, they were talking about VAR, yeah. obviously. And um, I think Michael Richards was on the sofa with him and explained kind of a... a, a um, <laughs> <laughs> he explained like a VAR situation mm. and Laura was like leaning quite camply on the sofa and, and he just went to Dan Walker <laughs> see clear as mud isn't it not that's not as egregious that's not as egregious that doesn't make sense yeah, yeah, that's a sort of double negative yeah exactly I mm. carumba oh, <laughs> don't have a cow pig did you, see on, the, uh, did you see the stags at Fort William the mm. Fort William uh, uh, football team could not train because there were stags running riot on their field. They just As can't the catch a brick. What? The animals, not yes. dickheads not getting married. <laughs> <laughs> or Mansfield Town, of course. Yes, of Nick course. Mm. But um, I, I did see this, and I think when people, I think when people have a pop at Fort William about mm. them being bad, and I know they've been sort of slightly improved recently, they're not fully appreciating the kind of odds <laughs> that they're up against. Yeah. Like wild animals with massive yeah. antlers that parading animal across kingdom. their training ground. The animal kingdom. Are Doesn't against that them. No. Yeah. it Cobham? No. Doesn't it? Certainly not. Oh yeah, yeah. Love that. Love no that. stags at Cobham since old uh, John Terry moved on. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> the less said about that. I don't even know what I mean by that, no. but I think you guys will understand. Yeah, I think yeah. we all do in a way. Um, former dad of the year, of course. Right, ladies and gentlemen. Sponsored by Daddy's Saw. <laughs> We've got to the end. vinegary for me. Luke has been a pleasure. Thanks. Pete has been a pleasure. Yes. Jim has been a pleasure. Hasn't it? Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. We'll see you uh, for the preview show at the end of the week. Jules and Andy back tomorrow. This was a Stakhanov production. Can we get the emails back in the running order, please? Oh, we didn't an email. Sorry, no, you did. Forgive no. me, brother. Sorry? We didn't do them on Thursday, did we? Well, we did them, but we had to cut them in. Oh, it's right. still a fine show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You want to do them now or not? There was a lot to talk about as well, wasn't there? You don't want to do them now. You don't do want to put email? Yeah, we need it. Oh, we do emails every week. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Do. All right, cool. It'll be an egregious... Are you going to drop them in, are you? Yeah. yeah. Cool, okay, mate. Sorry. Before we do that, and my dad has daddy sauce on a roast. That's poor. John would kill him. Let, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you why it is poor. There's a couple of reasons there. One, just because it's poor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and two, because it's not even the best brand of sauce. No. <laughs> and to be fair, the roasts will kill him. Not I, don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know why. So, what does your mum say when he pulls up the, the daddies for for a roast? Oh, she's <laughs> just used to that sort of thing now. What's well, I mean, he's not gonna splashing be... it on her. Dad's it... pulled out his daddies for a roast. It's <laughs> 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 disgusting. Has he got like a, he got like a utility belt? No, no, no. It just he uses the bottom bottle it comes in. You is just he never it... see it anymore. Yeah. Is he having it on the meat or is he having it on the potatoes? <laughs> the potatoes, primarily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things I noticed it yesterday. You know, you get so used to certain things. Yeah. It's like he beats his tea as well. Yeah, we're not finished. We got to do emails. Get out, Sam, you dirty boy. Oh, sorry, yeah, dirty little sausage. Yeah, sorry. Let's, um, uh, right. We we um, ramble eats. We have... get involved. <laughs> ramble eats. Would he do that? So if he went for like a um. A pub, this is important. A pub roast. <laughs> would he request sauce? I don't know. He'd be more likely to go to, for a carvery. I'm, I'll get back to you. Philosophically, because I'm not against, you know, your mint sauces on lamb, mm. your apple sauces on pork, mm. you know, your, your bread stuff, your bread uh, sauce on kind of turkey, yeah. a cranberry and all the rest of it. You've spoken more about this than you have Everton. <laughs> yeah. Well, have you seen Everton? Yeah. More interesting. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry, Pete. Sorry. Okay. No, I won't finish your point. Ah, oh, it's going nowhere. <laughs> oh, I, I was boring myself to go. There we go. All right. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 